0: I'm going to start recording. I'm recording now. And let me look at our view. There we go. Okay, here we go. All right. So, we had a little trouble with our live stream today. So, we're going to go ahead and record. I'm going to blame that on the coronavirus in Italy. It's
1: preventing us from live streaming. (laughs) We've already got it all handled over here. It's y'all that are just trying to catch up with the times.
0: So um, today, our guest, uh, the guest today is one of my favorite people on the planet. And Brianna, I'm going to throw it to you to give us a little introduction. What is so unique about you being on the show today, I think, is the fact that you're in Italy and you've been under quarantine for a bit now. So why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction as to why you're in Italy and kind of what is life like right now for you?
1: Okay, so I'm Brianna and I moved here with my husband. I guess it's like weird to say I moved here with him because he left so soon after. that I'm like, you haven't lived in Italy with me. What are you talking about? We <laughs> um, <laughs> moved here this summer in August um, and he left in October um, and has been gone since then. So that's a little bit about us I own and run based in design and interior design business focused um, specifically on military families um, and just the needs of the of the military family so um, yeah Did I I answer have a, you have a, a cute little
0: bambino little I Italian
1: bambino I have a tiny there. human monster I don't know which it kind of depends on the day um, she 18 months, so we're living through the sleep regression right now, which has been real hard. So, if I'm drinking wine throughout this, it's because I've earned it. <laughs> That's when you're in
0: Italy, and if you're in Italy, you gotta drink some good wine. And
1: you know what they've done throughout this whole thing? What? They still deliver wine to your door. So I'm all about it. All about it. <laughs>
0: Well, I love it. Whatever you need to do to keep relaxed, friend, this is a judgment-free zone. You just relax your little heart out. So uh, little baby Bella is asleep right now, correct? Or I'm going to try to be quiet. Is she asleep?
1: I don't know. I shut my door. So she's okay. going to stay in her crib for now.
0: <laughs> so just to set the stage for everyone, if you can imagine for a second, you're, you're, you, you travel with your husband to another country your husband immediately picks up and leaves. You have a one to 18 month old, one year old to 18 month old at the time. Everyone around you, you're not in like a touristy area either. Everyone around you, you're in Italy, like proper, right? You're not tourist Italy. You're in, you're in, I speak Italian and you better speak Italian to me, Italy, correct?
1: Yes, yes, that is the situation. So we're in northern Italy, where it's definitely a little more remote. And it's very, very interesting here in its culture within Italy, because it was never, I mean, I digress, but basically, it was always fought over by Austria-Hungary. Hungary, So it's has a really weird history behind it as well. So okay. it's very Italian, very like traditional they used to be historically poor areas. Right. So just from a setting
0: the scene situation, how many markets, like what is, what is Italian life like prior to coronavirus where you are? What was kind of the day-to-day schedule of this Italian village? Like what was, what is life like in the village that you're in?
1: so the one I'm in is kind of a smaller suburb um but we have market Tuesday and it takes up like it closes the road in front of my house I'm lucky slash cursed to be right by the piazza and you really only know that if you've been in an Italian piazza and understand like the noise um but also that I'm super close to the city center so um they close down the roads but they're like 12 different vendors, probably on an average Tuesday. And then on Fridays, they have a zero kilometer market in the Piazza where they don't close down the roads. And there's like six, but they all have to be within our town, which is really cool. Because I like that I can eat local. So like there's local butcher, a local trout farm, a local cheese place, and then like two local veggie people. So it's really, it's awesome. Um, We live in the center. So on a daily basis, probably about 200 people walk by our house,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: walk, bike, uh, unicycle. I don't even know.
0: Yeah. So very pedestrian area, right? Not heavy, you know, everybody is out and about and really in Italian culture, it's all about community, right? Building relationships within your community. So I would imagine that when coronavirus hit, um, for you as an American you know, living off base in an Italian village, um, your world became even smaller, I feel like, right? You are a big explorer, you love to explore, you love, you're like me, you love to take photos of, of your perspective and points of view. Tell me what it was like to go from being able to walk freely around this village and have this unbelievable experience, even though you were in this area as a technically a solo mom right now right raising raising your child running a business being the primary caregiver in this village and then tell me kind of how the coronavirus kind of crept in and what was that timeline like for you as a mom and and tell us where you are today like what what is what is coronavirus T minus, you know, for for Brianna in particular? For us, it's only, you know, a week or two in, but you guys are significantly further ahead.
1: Yeah. So hold oh me on. My daughter goes to a little local school here. Um, it's called Nido, which means nest. And I think it's super cute. But um, she goes five days a week. They're really big on continuity, but that stopped. And that was kind of our main childcare so that I could work during the day or just fix the house up, like anything that I needed as a mom to kind of have that space while my husband was gone. Um, That stopped four weeks ago. I think we officially hit a month. Um, Mind you, this is entering month six of deployment. (laughs) So all of us in our squadron are like very, very, the end, you know just like we're at the finish line we're so close and then it was like hey your kids are home and we don't know how long and deployment curse if I've ever heard it <laughs> <laughs> so if you think of like <laughs> end of your deployment a lot of people are like let's clean the house let's feel like get your hair did like let's do all the things and now you're like stuck in a house with your child like at first it wasn't bad Bella and I would go on adventures but then um probably about two Two weeks after that, we started getting Italian degrees. And so each time an Italian decree comes out, the base legal has to then interpret it from Italian to English. And then our lawyers, JAG, have to figure out, like, the legalese behind the Italian and make sure that we're following the local laws. Mm -hmm. Because we're not here on American soil. Our base, like, we rent space from (laughs) on our base right it's an italian base like we're there with their permission so we have to really respect our host nation um there's no base housing at all there's dorms
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and you're a family
0: of three you're not gonna live in a dorm
1: (laughs) even the short-term tlfs are like 30 days no more you have to find a house in 30 days and they are like getting you in and out of there um so all that to say, it went from them being out of school, and then as soon as school canceled, a week later, the CDC shut down, um, and our base schools, so the on- only English-speaking schools, um, or the only childcare available for active duty, um, okay. or single active duty members, which was heartbreaking. So, um There's been a great collaboration of trying to figure out childcare. A lot of moms have offered up and said, hey, if you're AD or mill to mill, like I'll watch your kid. Mm -hmm. Um, Just trying to figure out how to make things work in the four countries. Overwhelming. Um, And then 10 days ago, we entered official quarantine where you don't leave your house. Um, There's still current debate on whether or not you can go outside for a walk as exercise, not recreation, or a bike as exercise, not recreation. And then you're literally just supposed to walk your dog, let them do their business and come back inside.
0: And how you, I was reading some posts that you did about being able to go to the grocery store with your child. Are you able to do that as a a solo parent, you know, in Italy right now? Because I know that they were saying, you know, not no children, you know, like... They didn't want children in the businesses basically for.
1: Yeah. So everything for us shut down about two weeks ago. So like all, all stores, like you can't go shopping at a a mall. There's nothing. The only thing that is open are um, grocery stores and pharmacies and that's it. And our grocery stores here aren't like, right like vons or fred meyer or I, I don't know what you guys have on the east coast but it's not like a all you shop in one place with clothes and all that it's literally groceries right um whew, i'm really emotional about this because i really like it's been hard um we were told to shop at our local stores because you're not supposed to travel so i live a half an hour drive from base um at this time you're not supposed to take children into the grocery store.
0: It so. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to get emotional with you. <laughs>
1: and a- thinking of it, I was like, this, this shouldn't be something my husband has to worry about. Like worrying if his wife and kid are going to be able to eat. Um, I was trying to come up with different ways to like put my baby down at night and then like try to go to the grocery store, but the grocery stores close at six. So I was like, going to have to figure out how to like put her down super early and adjust her whole sleep schedule and like run to the grocery store and like look at my monitor the whole time, which it's super close. It's five minutes, but it also like you're in a foreign country. Like I don't right. know who's around me. I don't know who's watching me. Right. Um, so, and then my only other option was nap time. So we have teamed up. There's one other girl in my town who lives a mile and a half away. And whenever we go grocery shopping on base, um, we ask if someone else needs anything or if we can help. Otherwise, I would be walking to her house, to the grocery store, to her house, to my house to be able to grocery shop without a child, which is about a total of six miles.
0: And there's papers now required, right? Like anytime you're out, you're required to hold um, yeah. papers of some kind, like just basically saying who you are and where you're going and where you live. Yeah,
1: They have local police now posted out outside the base because a lot of people on base that are affiliated with the base were taking advantage of shopping at the commissary. Um, One mother was fined 600 euro at the commissary for taking her children in. Um, So the base had to step in and bring MPs to say, like, hey, her spouse is deployed. She literally has no other option. Um, So that's kind of been a back and forth with the local. Italian government, there's still nothing settled there. Someone else got a ticket the other day for bringing their children in. So it's just this heightened anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to show your papers and have a really good reason and it needs to be groceries, work, or, um, or like to go to the hospital. Those yeah. are so your three be. pharmacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are your three options to leave the house. Um, no. We found no. one loophole and it's to check our mail on base because it's the only place that he like offers usps and they can't offer an equivalent on the economy so but we can't take advantage of that because it right. shut down so. so i think for me like um you know
0: i'm seeing a lot of things there there's i don't want to say there's only two groups of people here right now there's one group of i'm healthy and i'm going to continue doing what i'm doing but and then there's another group of like I'm preparing for Doomsday. Nobody's leaving my house. Nobody's coming to visit me. There's I definitely feel like the majority of America right now is in this middle group, right? right. You got some stragglers over here in the no regard for any human life whatsoever. You have some other stragglers over here, which is like I've been prepping for this my whole life, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right? <fair enough>. Yeah, a <laughs> bunker. And then I feel like the majority of Americans right now. Uh, at least here in Virginia Beach, and we have active cases, you know, um, I feel like we're just getting to the point where they're enforcing teleworking, where they're, you know, daycares are still open, like all of these things are still, like, restaurants are still open, because you're trying to keep the economy going, so what is, do you think, what do you wish you had had prepared before that stop order came in for you, like, what are the things that you actually need as a parent at home with children, especially if you're a solo parent? What are the things that you actually need at home that you actually need to be prepared for in case that stop order comes tomorrow, right? In America.
1: Yeah. Um, I know everyone's like crazy about toilet paper. That's literally the last thing you need.
0: I have a bidet. I'm not crazy about the
1: toilet paper. <laughs> We eat really fresh in my house. Like yeah. I don't have a lot of pantry goods. I have about four total um, cabinets for anything in my kitchen to go into. Like we're talking that includes pots, Pants dishes. So um, we don't really have a lot of pantry goods. Something right. I would really suggest is going out and buying fr- fresh, um, fresh frozen fruits and veggies. If you have any fruits or veggies at all, that's something that like I knew we would really miss. And another thing is with a little one who still drinks milk, I bought a lot um, at our local store of shelf-stable milk when I went. Um, I kind of tested the waters at our local store because police have been stationed outside front and only like five are allowed in at a time. And then when one comes out, one can go in and you have to line up the italians are joking this is the only time that you'll ever see an italian in a line in like the eternity of because they just, like, always mash into things
0: right
1: they're up one meter apart outside in the parking lots of the grocery stores um so i was like i'm gonna test my luck and i'm just gonna like plead my case I baby wore her and i was like If anyone stops me, I'm going to be like, my baby needs milk. (laughs) I was like, it's okay. If I, if I get out of here with just milk, like I've tested the waters. I know my limits. Like, let's go. Um, So it ended up being really great. I was able to shop on the local economy. It was one of the stores I normally go to. So the checkers, they, they they recognize me and I've been going in for six months, either by myself or with a baby, but no husband. So Hoping right. no, they'd take mercy on me, and they did. They did. <laughs> Please, please. please. So I walked out with like $70 worth of stuff. And I'm like, I'm running. I'm good for two weeks. We're good. We're good.
0: <laughs> so Shell stable milk, fresh fruit or right. fruits and vegetables that you can continue to sustain the other you know, carbs that you're going to be loading up with. Right. Mm-hmm. What other things? So as a mom who really needs to like try and relax, so obviously we see the wine out there, like this is a little bit of relaxation for you, but like, what are the things that you're now home with that you're like, I wish I had this right now, right? I see people ordering trampolines getting delivered by Amazon, like to get their energy out for their kids. You have an 18-month-old, so like what is it that baby needs, and what is it that mom needs to really kind of make it through? You're only at, you're at day 10 of official quarantine,
1: but. Yeah, and this is supposed to go until April 3rd.
0: April 3rd, so you've got another two weeks.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess the perspective is you have to understand the way quarantine is being done in the U.S. is very different than Italy. It is still very much a lockdown here. Right. And I don't ever think it'll get to that point in the States. I think we're very headstrong and independent and want our rights. And so right. I think it would be really hard to get people to stay home. Right. Um, and there's a lot more down that rabbit hole. But I had just purchased a Nugget comfort Couch for Bella. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're basically like an indoor gymnasium and it has been a lifesaver, um, especially like on the one rainy day we've had. She literally just like jumps up and down and goes up one side and down the other and um, total lifesaver. Uh, I, I don't, for me, I'm just literally trying to get by day by day. I don't for have me. a bathtub, so that would normally be my number one go to. Oh no. Um, <laughs> oh, no. It's very hard. I I thought about sitting in my daughter's Ikea one, and I'm like, "Mm, I might get stuck. So, But um, I don't know if you can see this really awkward green thing in my basket that matches nothing else. My husband, bless his heart, bought me an acupressure mat for Valentine's Day. Oh, I have
0: a bed of nails. Mine's pink.
1: (laughs) I was like, this is kind of a weird Valentine's Day present, but okay. Um, So I've been utilizing that. And that kind of, that really helps a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. so you said
0: at the very beginning, you're an interior designer, right? And you're helping mm-hmm. military families. And you've yeah. probably thought about the way that your own home, especially doing all these PCSs. I hear that dog.
1: I yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a weird leg just sticking out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: um, but you've probably, as your life has changed, right? As you moved from, um, single Brianna to married Brianna to now Brianna with a baby, you know, solo parenting in Italy, your home has probably changed as well. So for those people who may be about to come to the realization that they have a lot of stuff in their house (laughs) or that they've purchased things maybe that they never needed to purchase in order to prepare for like what's about, you know, what's happening right now in the world what suggestions do you have for people while they're taking this time and spending all of this time in their homes what suggestions do you have for people about how to kind of review what's in their home currently how to make things work for them while they have a lot of people you know uh some people are people are used to spending time apart you know you have all of these spaces that you can go to and people are going to different things throughout the day but now that everybody's home and some families are, you know, I'm, I'm a family of four, but, and I'm in a small house. <laughs> I wish, I wish my house was a little more open floor plan at the moment, but how, what do you think people could be doing right now to look at kind of how they're living in their own home? And what do you think they
1: can take away from kind of this experience? Well, my first one is actually a mom hack. So it kind of falls under like what I would suggest for mom sanity and uh, prep beforehand um, we have decided to like put up half our toys and I would suggest do that now like hide half their toys hide yep. it overnight put them away um, because you can bring them out in a week and they're like wow this is so cool. So I mean, that might not work with like older kids, but I mean, there's still some sort of novelty to it. So if you keep switching them out or like we recently switched out all our books that are down in our living room, we switched those. And so she's got, um, she's had the opportunity to read some no- more books and that's, that's nice because it also changes it up for you. So you're not reading right. duck, duck Goose 14 times in a row or whatever your book is. Um, other than that, I would say my squadron started a challenge. Um, again, we're all on the end of deployment, so we are coming up with anything <laughs> that will get us through this. Um, it's been pretty emotional. It's been pretty like hysterical at this point. Like, you know, taking pictures of our kids walking out with underwear on their head. Like, it's it's we're down to like the nitty gritty of of the barrel here. Right. So we have started um, to do a challenge for Con Marie. If you haven't heard of it, now's your chance to binge-watch it. I haven't even watched it, but you can binge-watch it on Netflix. Yay! I've done it.
0: My drawers, my drawers are rolled up and beautiful. It's the only stuff. (laughs)
1: Uh, but I think this is like a really good time like I've started to kind of dive into the adventure of minimalism um and just seeing how that affects my life um not I I want to preface that with minimalism I think has a different meaning for every person and I think that it's more guided minimalism in the sense that you choose what, like, what is minimalist for you. For some people, it might be more things than others. And I think it's okay as long as you're minimalizing your items in, in reality. Like, if you have 17 crockpots. You should probably get rid of one. And if for some people, it's going to be getting rid of one. And that's okay. But for some people, it's getting rid of 16. Yeah. Um, so by just approaching it, I think... The best part, um, one of my clients just recently sent me, she's near and dear to my heart, and I'm about to go work on her project for the next four hours. She sent me just a manifesto about how she wanted her home to be. So I suggest in the first few days of quarantine, you sit down and imagine what a day like in your house would be. Imaginary, what an ultimate day would be. Um, what it would look like, what it would smell like. She did a really great job of just describing every room of her house and like how she interacts with it. Right. Um, I think you'll have a call with her later this week. I'm not giving out names. Then but I she know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> is
0: Germany by chance. <laughs>
1: um, so it's just been a joy to see it from her perspective rather than just bullet pointing like I want a clean room. Like let's get more right. specific here. Um and then make steps to really achieve that vision um, and make sure it aligns with it so if con Marie is saying get rid of 17 things and that doesn't line up with your vision then get rid of five right um i I don't know if that really explains it but just just looking at your items like start with things that are not sentimental or else you'll get stuck so like go through your clothes what have you worn what have you not worn and just purge It feels so good. And you'll start to realize on like day two, day three, you're like, oh, the walls are closing in on me. And you'll be like, I just got rid of four bags of clothes (laughs) We'll put them in my garage. And suddenly the house feels a little bit bigger. Um, I think it's really a good time to evaluate what has meaning in your life. And you'll start to see that a little bit more as you spend time with the people in your life. Um and as you use the things around your house, um, there might be a moment where my computer's gonna die. (laughs) 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 There might be a moment where you realize that um I haven't used this turkey baster in six years. Right. Do I really need it? Like just look and evaluate your things. Um, I always take it with the perception of. How many times do I want to move this item?
0: (laughs) Right? As a military spouse, I think we have to think about, prior to military life, I was not a military spouse, but I moved a lot. And so in my head, I can pack up a house and go, right? And so for me, it's what can I get rid of? And I feel like once a year, I really do knock stuff down further and further down my closet is constantly evolving based on if I'm pregnant, if I was pregnant or not. (laughs) Like I was always constantly keeping things in, but during the KonMari challenge for me, I got rid of the stuff that I kept trying to fit back into after pregnancy. And it felt so good to finally get rid of that pair of size six jeans because I was just like size six jeans, you may not ever be meant for me again. And I just need to say goodbye to you. And if I ever get back to size six, cool. But
1: I'm then not going to have you, you hanging around, around a pair that fits and right. <laughs> oh, I an amazing, amazing. So same predicament, but I also wanted to approach the new year with trying to like feel more put together. Right. And I worked with a military spouse who does virtual consults. So if you're bored at home and you want someone to style you, there's someone. Oh, There's someone.
0: What's her name? Um, let us who this
1: is. So <laughs> her name is Martine, and she goes by Martine Alamode. Okay. Um, she's in I, Japan. So, on is she on Instagram? She is on Instagram, That's so good. I will make sure to give you the links later, but um, she consulted from far and she worked with me for a couple hours. I actually tried on stuff for her. I showed her what I had and we like purged and we, she had great discussions with me about the whole like post body look and like, is that really a mom outfit? Um, (laughs) I want you to be a cool mom, but looks like do we really need that mini skirt. And that's okay. Like I needed something to tell me that that wasn't my husband.
0: Right. So. I have two children under five, and so I think the assumption is is that I'm younger. And I'm like, no, I'm not younger. I'm I've I will not wear something that you can see cleavage in to work ever again. Like that's that's the stage I'm in, right? Like there's
1: things are done. Where
0: <laughs> this is like, I want flats. I want comfort that is like I have layers constantly in case pop tart or peanut butter gets on me. Like layers are a, a a legit thing in my life now, so i I completely I love this idea of this martine unicorn,
1: yeah, honestly, it was a really great investment, not in just making my house a better home to live in, and my closet easier to look at because as again, we're living in Italy, different housing style, so our closet is actually an open hallway, yeah. So I have to look at it every day as we go into the bathroom. Like literally I walk through my closet to go to the bathroom and my guests are going to walk through my closet to go to the bathroom. So I should probably have it like somewhat organized. Um, but it was the best investment in me as a, like a post mom woman. She really, not post mom, but you know.
0: Yeah. Look, you're she, a different person. After you have the uh, child, you're a different person. And you'll, you never go back to that other person. And I think- But it
1: also made me feel confident in who I am now and still incorporate stuff from my old closet. Um, And I really liked that. And she's like, hey, you need to amp up your style and it takes 60 seconds. So she like taught me some really great life lessons of having less in my closet, but also being able to style more with just a few minutes of my day and not feeling like, Oh, in order to feel put together, I need to spend 45 minutes getting ready. Yeah. So that's a great way to minimize. Again, you can totally do that on your own as well. Try on every piece of clothing. What else do you have to do? <laughs> right? This is You're the- going to run out of Netflix. Like it's going to be a thing. Don't you worry. So why don't you play dress up with your toddlers and try on every single piece oh, of clothing?
0: That's cute. Let's
1: do it. That. And they can play around with it and you can say that's my that's mommy's to-go pile, go put that in that trash bag. Yeah. Direct okay. them. There's an activity that kills an hour.
0: It does. It kills more than an hour in my house, that's for sure.
1: No, so
0: that's, it. that's not the trash bag. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> does mommy look good no. in and tell me the truth now.
0: Yeah. My kids now have gotten it. So I have two boys and you know this. And and they've gotten in now where they don't want to wear their own pajamas. They want to wear daddy or mommy's long t-shirts right and they call them beautiful dresses we want to put on our beautiful dresses now and then they think that they're Elsa and Anna because they've seen Frozen 2 like seven times so they they cast their wind and ice crystal powers and there's a fire lizard if you haven't seen Frozen 2 I'm probably spoiling all this for you but there's a whole thing about elements in Frozen 2 okay and my boys believe wholeheartedly that they are the casters of these spells and elements and when they wear their beautiful dresses also known as my husband's medium t-shirts from nuke school uh <laughs> they they believe that they are these you know practitioners of magic that's horrible uh, they refuse to now put on regular they they will not put on regular jammies anymore they only want to wear there you go.
1: Imagination okay. is a great thing. Let them do that. Let kids go around and get into things they wouldn't normally get into. Like, don't relegate them to one room. Maybe have that imagination time and play dress up with mom. How often does your little girl get to play dress up with mom? Right. Think okay. about that.
0: So, any parting advice? I'm going to wrap us up because I love you. And I know that I want you to enjoy your wine and I want you to enjoy that acupressure mat. And I don't want you to have to worry about whether or not our internet is connecting. <laughs> Any last bit of advice for somebody who maybe is just kind of overwhelmed right now? I think like as a military spouse and as a business owner and as a new mom, somebody who's, you know, I remember your ordeal trying to get your dog to Italy. As somebody who's been through life's challenges, what what guidance do you have on like just how to breathe through this and how to just prepare kind of with logic versus fear
1: I would say lean on your people Um, I haven't really had a ton of negative people in my life since this and I don't know if I've just like perfected the Facebook algorithm but um, I will say it's the first time I've ever felt really offended that people think it's a hoax (laughs) because I'm actually living through it Um, So I've gotten a little fired up on that. And I think just by separating yourself a lot from the media, obviously stay very well informed, Um, like via reliable sources, like definitely listen to them and what they're saying, because it's not a joke. It really is not. Um, But lean on your people, the people that are going to give you positivity and like It's just been hard. Like My husband's in a place I don't get to talk to him very often. He's really not aware of what's going on at home because it's not a priority of what needs to be done right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So we talk every couple days, but you know what? I'm talking every single day, um, multiple times a day with people from our squadron. And even though we're towns apart, like literally all of us are half an hour apart from each other. um we make a point of having a zoom meeting if you don't have a chance to do that i highly suggest it we actually have zoom parties once a day to kind of just motivate each other or even just talk with a human for a minute So it's been really like, we'll get on with all the kids, you mute when you have to, but honestly, Zoom has been a great function for us to be able to lean on each other in this time where nobody else really understands what we're going through. Even, even trying to explain it to someone in the States that's family doesn't really understand the pressure of like going through deployment and single parenting and being relegated in your home in a foreign country where you don't speak the language, um, or like can't back yourself up. Like if you're caught out on the street and the carbonaries stop you and like you get, you get a ticket and you don't know how to say like, but I'm doing this for exercise. And that's, that's the reality that we live in. Um, so I think by being able to have that co-support is really important, um, to just have your network around there and Don't be afraid to ask for help. If it feels really overwhelming, that's okay. There have been multiple days I've cried after putting the baby to bed. Or it's totally normal to feel physically exhausted after the day is done. You don't realize how much anxiety you're holding on to. Like for us, it was going on a walk-on base and not having to worry about the cops stopping you. And you don't realize how heavy that is until all of a sudden you like physically feel your body let your guard down um so just know that those are all super normal feelings Mm -hmm. it's normal for us halfway across the globe um and just know you're not alone I think the Italians have done such a great job of reiterating that to um just the world community and to each other in general every night there's some weird song being sung out a window or some so my DJ. favorite
0: thing is the the rainbows, right? The two how do you say it two? Uh
1: so there are two different ones. So ours is on andra tuto bene or tuto andra bene which means like everything's going to be okay or everything will be okay. Yeah. And all the kids. It was a movement by all the kids to make rainbows with that saying on it and hang the banners from from your windows or your balconies. Love so so it's adorable, yeah. and it's fun to just see them as you go by or look out your window to just feel that hope in the community is really great.
0: That's beautiful. Well, Brianna, I love you so much, and. I am just constantly in awe as I am of many military spouses as how much strength and grit you possess and just how much grace you give yourself and, and to the people around you. And I am just sending you the biggest virtual hug and so glad that I had an opportunity to speak with you today. Give your husband some, you know, some hang in there moments. And I know that as military spouses we have a difficult time because we're conscious of the fact that they're also going through something mm-hmm. that they're also going to have to download from when they get home right you can't just pass the baby over and be like here you go see ya you know and, and run away like they're they also have to come down off of their letting their guard down and and coming off mission and so just for so many of us I didn't understand it until I became one. Just so many of us around the world say thank you so much for the sacrifices that you make. And if anybody wants to get in touch with Brianna, you can find her on based in design. She's on Instagram. She's on the Facebook, check out her Instagram stories. And also if you need a community of people who want to talk about how to redo their home, right? And you want a no-judgment zone? What's that Facebook group that you run, Brianna? It's
1: called Neutral Walls, and it's kind of play on the ones that already exist, but it is a completely judgment-free zone, and you will be kicked out for saying, um, excuse my mess.
0: <laughs> I love it. So you already know that my office is the bane of my existence. One day, when you know the world stops crashing around us, this Middle Earth poster will be gone and we will have so much to
1: talk about. I feel about. like this is going to happen. Like, I'm <laughs> literally going to slide in North Carolina and just rip that thing down for you.
0: It probably won't happen until we move into a new house and I just, oops, I lost the box. I lost the box with all the stuff in it. Um, but I thank you so much for joining us and I hope, like, just being able to talk for 30 minutes gave you a little bit of relaxation and just know I'm virtually hugging you from across the
1: pond. Hug back. You guys got this. It's... Not as hard as it seems, or you just go crazy by day ten, and I just don't know anymore.
0: (laughs) We might check back in with you post quarantine when we all, you know, lock. So, (laughs) thank you so much, Brianna. We love you.